right, AOA Podcast, Frankie C is here. What's happening? What's up, big dog? Same old. You're looking very festive with the pumpkin decorations on the coat rack. Not bad, huh? Leading up to the day. Love it. You, you're dressing up, right? Mm-hmm. All right, I got my costume. I'm good. Making plans. Uh, this podcast, we're talking about Matthew Perry. His tell-all memoir is ridiculous. Throwing a lot of tea around, Frankie C. Tea, huh? A lot of stuff. Uh, and he takes a couple of swipes at Keanu Reeves, which I just don't understand. Uh, James about? James Corden is back to apologize yet again. Oh, good. Kanye is back to be annoying and get kicked out of places yet again. This guy's got to stop. Uh, story that people that went to high school with Taylor Swift hate her. What? I know. Plus the DC Universe. We've got the Chinese robots. We've got Elon, Halloween costumes, a radio host that dies mid-show. The debates and so much more, all on this episode. Matthew Perry, Frankie C. This guy, with this guy, he has lived a life, my friend. I mean, Uh, sure, but how do you hate Keanu Reeves? I don't know. And the Keanu Reeves stuff is really bizarre. Um, let's go with some of the most shocking stuff from his uh, tell-all memoir, which is titled Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing. That's an awful title. Forward by Lisa Kudrow. I'd, I'd be like, can I be any more of a memoir? It should be the, the title. <laughs> All right, so let's. I'm just going to go randomly through them because there is a lot. So there was, um, there was a time that he nearly died. He was consuming 55 Vicodin tablets and a quart of vodka just to make it through the day. In one day. In one day. That that's impossible. 55 Vicodin. 55 Vicodin tablets and a quart of vodka. That's insanity. Yeah. 55. I'm sorry. I, I don't know if I believe that number. And I listen, I haven't read the whole book yet, obviously. I'm just going by excerpts that are being published by other media outlets. But, I mean, he's talking about a day. So it's not like he's done it once. He's talking about doing this repeatedly more than once, having 55 or in that neighborhood, and a bunch of vodka. I feel like one of those, when I had my back surgery, I, I, I took one, and I was, I was down. I could not, I, couldn't, I, could, I was asleep for most of the day, and, and when I tried to get up, I, I was almost like, like, I remember dreaming like I was getting up, and then couldn't get up. Like, I would, I would, in my dream, get out of bed and then instantly be back in bed in reality. It was so weird. It was so yeah. trippy. But it was one pill. 55 is insane. You were fucked off, like, up, off of one Vicodin and you were fucked up off if you couldn't handle it. I can't imagine 55. Uh, you, I don't know how that didn't kill him. <sighs> that ain't even the worst thing, my friend. There's like a more. That's the first thing. Okay. Um, he says he's no, I don't think so. I I'll tell you, I mean, we'll see what you think when we get up to what I think is the terrible thing. Um, he said he spent $9 million over the course of his life trying to get sober. I believe that 
we're still not sure right up until this moment if he actually is sober or not. Hmm. He might be still struggling with it. There's a report out that he's on, what is that, Suboxone? Suboxone? That's what they, that's the drug they give you when you're trying to get off of opioids. Right. You supposedly take this and it kills your craving, but it doesn't get you high. I mean, you got to do a little research on how he got his hands on so many to have 55 Vicodins a day. I know there are documentaries about how these drug companies and doctors, there are, you know, doctors that just handed them out like Pez. But yeah, 55 a day for one person. Mm, it's a lot. You get your hands on that. That's insane. There was um, Jeff Tweedy. He's a, like an indie like musician guy. And so now you have no idea who Jeff Tweedy is, correct? Right. Not popular whatsoever. But known in the indie music world. And Tweedy Bird's first name. And he was struggling. I'll never forget this because it was kind of like that first eye-opening moment for me when I read it because I could never understand why people can't. I mean, I understand addiction, but I what I could never understand, especially when you have talented people like this, is how friends don't rally around somebody to get them off of drugs. And what I mean by that is, okay, so the average working stiff who's caught up on drugs, his mother, uh, wife, brother, right, sister, they're all working too. They all have lives, kids dogs pets whatever like they all have lives right they have to go to work they have to function i feel like that's how most people with a drug issue dies but when you have somebody who has millions of dollars and nothing but time there's what is stopping you from being like okay uh mom or sister or cousin whatever you no longer have to work you're i'm gonna pay you you're gonna be my full-time don't do drugs guy. We're going to be together just all the time. And you're going to make sure that I don't do drugs. And, and not only one, but you're talking about, you could probably do that. Most of these people could probably do that with three or four people. You go full June Carter on them. You just lock them in a room. Right. And just until he sweats it all out. That's what June Carter did to Johnny Cash. Do you remember walk the line? The movie? Vaguely. Yeah. They, he was at his house they invited, you know, he invited June and uh, her parents over. They came over and they saw he was all messed up. They locked him in his room and they chased away his dealer with a gun. They're like, get the hell out of here. And he's you, no more customer. You know, you don't have a customer here anymore. And that was it. And they just waited for him to sweat it out. June, I wrote a song. Joaquin oh, Phoenix June. sucked in that. I mean, come on. Like, what? Sucked. He was great I, in that. I liked hey, it at get rid of them. I liked it at first, but then like you look at like Jamie Foxx and Ray or uh yeah, he was great. I thought he was great. Mm, Jamie Foxx was great. Who come I on, who is really who is Black Panther? What's his name? The guy who just passed away. Oh, I can't remember his name. Chadwick Boseman Chadwick. in in the James Brown, like holy shit, those were performances. You don't think he was up there with them? I thought he was great. Fucking June. It's June. I wrote a song. I heard my song on the radio. I'm not going to leave you like that little Dutch boy with your finger in the well. (laughs) Stunk. He stinks. (laughs) You stink. (laughs) Fucking just stinks. That was good. And he and uh, Reese Witherspoon are on. They had the soundtrack for the 
for the movie and they're singing on it. It's them. You know, it's not Johnny and, and June. Who knew you were such a big uh, Walk when the Line fanboy? When it came out, I liked, you know, I liked the music and I I looked into it and I thought he was good. He, he could he sang the songs pretty well. And she sings. We all know that Reese Witherspoon can sing, but he, I, we didn't know he could sing, but he was good. And I thought I thought the story was good, the acting. I, I don't know what you're... What the hell do you want? June? I wrote a song. <laughs> they recorded all my songs. We made a record, June. <laughs> nice. All right. Yeah. It's a shame, too, because it's one of my best impressions. It just happens to be of a fucking sad movie that nobody wants to talk about um all right so the book comes out on tuesday we should mention that for people that want to get the book what's it called again friends lovers and that terrible thing friends lovers and the big terrible thing and the big terrible thing yeah is this his first book this is his first book uh, in the book, he he reveals that he's had 14 surgeries and nearly died several times. On one occasion, his heart stopped beating for five minutes. That's too long. In the book, he says that's too long. <laughs> that Man. seems like a long time. <laughs> in the book, he says that he now has the bowels of a man in his 90s after being forced to wear a colostomy bag for a year. Yeah, that's that's not good. What I mean, what what are these surgeries? What what did he have like colon cancer or something or No, what happened was um the book starts in 2019 and flashes back and forth. He finds himself physically battling rehab uh, a rehab staff who think he's lying about being in pain before ER, ER doctors finally discover that opioids have made him so constipated his colon has burst. Ah. He writes, I was so full of shit, it almost killed me. That's that's a good line. So he still got the humor. Well, that's, uh, I mean, that's terrible. He was constipated by the opioids and his and his... His uh, intestines exploded. Could you imagine having so much no. drugs in you that you fucking blow out your asshole? No. I mean, who knew that was a, a side effect? Not me. I mean, I've had so much pasta fazool in me. I feel like I've blown out my asshole a couple of times. But I mean, you know when you get that 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 horrible, like, sharp stomach pain because you just bloated? I can't imagine to the point where something exp- something gives and explodes. That's That's got to be horrible. Mm. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, because they fucking constipate you. By the way, constipation is the worst. Uh, outside of having a kidney stone, it is, I would say, the most annoying thing. I, here's what I'm gonna do: kidney stone, constipation, childbirth. That's what I'm gonna put in the layers of of painful things two, a human being. Toothache's pretty bad. Toothache could be really bad. Yeah. Back pain. I mean, I know you never had. Like, no, I never pain. had that. Back pain is terrible. Not only is it terrible, the the herniated discs or whatever you have in the in the spine, it just takes it takes everything away. You just can't move. Mm. Want to get up? You can't get up. You want to walk around? Nope. That doesn't sound so bad. I don't really want to walk around. Fine, but to be <laughs> like you know, lifted up and held in front in front of the toilet so you can go to the bathroom. 
Well, that fun. sounds like fun. Who did that? My dad helped me. My dad did that. <laughs> Your dad helped I, you take a shit? I I, no, number one. I couldn't walk. I couldn't get to the bathroom. So he was there, and I said, I got to go to the bathroom. Can you? He lifted me up by under my arms, and he helped me walk to the toilet. I bet you he said it never fucking ends with this kid. I thought for sure. Yeah, it's... Uh, 18 or 21 or 25 even. This shit would have stopped, and now here I am. Right. Helping him go to the bathroom. I thought we were over this phase. <laughs> no, but that feeling that feeling when you have to go to the bathroom and you try to and just nothing, that's a miserable feeling. I mean, I can't... Yeah, it's it can't be... Thank goodness. I don't think I've ever had it like that, you know? Mm. So I, I, I can't imagine it being good. Uh, Perry was in a coma one time and his family, uh, the doctors told his family members that he had a 2% chance of survival. Um, the idea of having to wear a colostomy bag for life has kept him off opiates. He admits that the pills simply don't work for him anymore. Even though 1,800 milligrams a day, he could no longer get high. Oh, my God. That's crazy. That's a lot of milligrams. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the saddest moments in the book are the descriptions of his many failed bids to find love. He proposed, while high, to longtime girlfriend uh, at a Swiss rehab in 2020. He doesn't name who the longtime girlfriend is in the book, although a lot of sources say it's uh, literary manager Molly Hurwitz. Um, he confesses. He can what? And I guess she turned him down. Yep. He confesses to buying her a ring because he was desperate, desperate that she was going to leave him. He didn't want to be this injured and alone during COVID. Um, he was high. He was on 1,800 milligrams of hydrocodone when he asked her to marry him. She knew it, and she said yes. When he got home, he was so out of it that he couldn't remember if he got engaged or not. Jeez. Yep. And this was not that long ago. This was during, he said, during COVID. During COVID. We talked two years? Yeah, we talked about... um, Julia Roberts already on the last episode. Go back and check that out if you haven't seen it. Um, then there was also the story of Valerie Bertinelli, where this was like when they were younger, he um, met Valerie Bertinelli out. She was married to Eddie Van Halen, obviously. They're at a party at 19. Uh, Eddie Van Halen passes out, and him and Val- Valerie Bertinelli make out, like oh boy. go at it with him passed out five feet away that's messed up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is not cool Bert quite the Miller. conquest though you want to hear about his other uh women that he's been involved with hit me he wrote that he made out with gwyneth paltrow inside a broom closet at a party what yeah fairly early into friends he had a crush on jennifer aniston she kind of turned him down and then he realized he still had a crush on her and couldn't really say hello or goodbye to her. And things became awkward on the set between the two of them. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was actually Aniston who came to his aid the most out of all the friends because she knew he was drinking and she knew that his addiction was spiraling out of control. Um, one time he was set up on a date with Cameron Diaz. 
He says that she wasn't into him at all. Cameron got almost instantly stoned. It was clear she wasn't interested in me in me at all. Adding to insult to injury, he writes about how she accident accidentally punched him in the face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, did he would he have to get he'd have to get permission from everybody to write this, right? I don't know. I mean, Do you, you have to get permission from somebody to write it to write about an experience you had with them? That's a good. I don't know. I guess maybe it depends on the. I don't. I don't know. It's a good question to to, to put in a book that she was stoned. I mean, maybe she doesn't want that out there. But who knows? He talks about having another um, account of lost love that still hurts. Uh, back in 1999, he doesn't say who it was, but uh, the girl said that it was his drinking that it was a problem. In 1999, he starred in a film with Nev Campbell. Mm-hmm. I don't know that one. Three People to tango? My, maybe. Yeah, probably. People are saying my mic is low. I don't know. Saying your mic is low? They're saying it's low. They can't hear me. Oh, good. Speaking of ghosts, send us your ghost stories. Email us your ghost stories. Just a little reminder. Halloween's coming up. We want to have you guys on with us. Email us your ghost stories and uh, dress up for Halloween and on Halloween night during the show, we're going to have you uh, have you guys on. All right. How's that? Everybody pump Frank up a bit. I could hear him. I could hear him. Some people say it's low. Ant is high and clear. Frank almost sounds muffled. I think you're in that dark tone. Remember we were talking about that. Do you want to pop out? Fix it up. Pop it back in. Do my. I will. I will pop out. Frank's popping eight in it. Um, how crazy is this shit with fucking Matthew Perry, though? He's on top of the fucking world. At one point, I, I forgot about this. He was on Friends. He was still on Friends when he had, um, when he did the whole nine yards. So he had like the number one movie in the country, the number one TV show in the country, and he's all fucking high, drunk, and fucked up. All over the place. Um, he said he was never really high while filming Friends, but he said he would be often hungover and sick. And I think it was more drinking uh, back in those days before he really got kind of heavy into drugs. Hey, hey, how's that? Well, let's see. Hopefully that's a little better, people. People are going to let us know, that's for sure. Yep. Um... What else did I want to get to on this fucking Matthew Perry? Nine million dollars. By the way, I think Fool's Russian is one of the great movies of all time. I think it's a really good movie. I don't know if it's one of the great movies of all time, but I think it's a really good movie. And it's, I would, it's one of those movies you could sit down and watch. You, you're always in the mood for it kind of thing. Yeah, I would. What did you say, D? No, she's ignoring me. I don't know. She shouts stuff out. Yeah, Robin says it's a little better, the sound. Okay. Thank you, Robin. Did you go into that not-so-dark mode? I forget what it's called. I don't know. You got a little adjustments there. No idea. I didn't do anything. I, I left and came back in. <laughs> you <laughs> didn't fix anything. <laughs> you just had to just pop out and pop back in. <laughs> You're the best. On the Thank app, you. there's like three choices on what you could choose. I got to go to the app. You might be in the darkest one. God. All right, I'm going to go to the app. Fix the pop-out, pop-back in. 
I love that guy. 15 years in radio. You, you, sometimes you wouldn't know. <laughs> All right. Um, what else can I tell you? Oh, then he took, he took, take some weird swipes at Keanu Reeves, which is kind of strange. He talks about in the book how um, Heath Ledger's dead, but Keanu Reeves is still alive. And then he does it again where it's like he's talking about Chris Farley because he's talking about now having the disease and how he's got the disease so bad. And, you know, he was in a movie with Chris Farley. That's right. I, I turned my uh, mic up a little bit in the app, the game. Okay. So hopefully that works. Let's see. Um, I was talking about him and Chris Farley. Remember he did a movie with Chris Farley? He played the yes. David Spade part. I don't know why David Spade didn't do that. I think that's true. I don't know either, but I think that was Chris Farley's last movie. It was. was. Yeah, it was right. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, that's what he was talking about. He was saying that, um, he was saying that, you know, Chris Farley died from the disease, you know, alcoholism, drug, drug addiction, whatever. And, um, that he was still alive. He couldn't believe it. But even in that, I said, he said this, you know, when Heath Ledger, he's like, Heath Ledger's dead, but Keanu Reeves is still with us. That's crazy. And then he goes, when Chris Farley left, you know, I, I punched a hole in the wall and thought it's nuts that Keanu Reeves is still walking the earth. So I don't know what problem he has with Keanu Reeves. I don't get it at all. What the hell is that about? Yeah. Almost heroes. 1998 was the movie. That was the one. Yeah, he said he was high and fucked up because he was devastated because they had shot the movie. It was done in the can. Then Farley died or maybe he died towards the end of filming. And then like a couple of weeks later, he was out having to promote it. And so he said he couldn't handle it. And he got fucked up, you know? Yeah. He got all fucked up during the promotion of it. So I wonder, I mean, I wonder how he's doing today. We don't. Maybe it's in the book. Maybe at the end of the book, it's, hey, guys, I'm, I'm in rehab and everything. I'm clean for the last how many months or whatever it is. Well, no, I think Hopefully. he's still on that Suboxone thing. So, and some people helps, will, I guess. yeah, some people will say that that Suboxone, you're not sober when you're on that because that's still technically a drug. But I know a lot of people do use that to, it's like a controversial thing. Some people say, that you're on that and you're not really doing what you need to do to be getting off opioids altogether. And some people will say this will help you get off of opioids for good. Okay. So fuck okay. do I know? Maybe he, you know, tried everything else. This is, I'm sure he's seeing people that gave it to him, you know, for a reason. And I mean, sounds like it's something that perhaps he can handle at his stage, whatever stage, you know, the major stage he's in with this stuff. It's fucking so, nine million in the hole, man. I, I don't. I don't think you take anything off the table to get off the yeah, shit. Yeah, whatever you got to do to get up, you know, whatever you got to do to safely remove that from your life. Totally. Um, Corden apologizes again, but let's talk about Jumpstart Coffee Company, our fave Boom. coffee company. You Beautiful know what stuff. I. No, I didn't think of. It's too late for this now, but damn it, this would have been good. That would have been a great uh, Halloween costume. Fucking Jumpstart Coffee bag. Just get like a, what would you get? A black, one of those black uh, industrial garbage bags? Trash bags, yeah. But you have to put a little structure into it. A little structure. But that, you get a piece of, what, oak tag or throw it right on the front. That's fucking great. That's a great, yeah. (laughs) That's good. That would work. A little O-tag right in the front? Shit. 
That's a good costume. You cut a little face hole in the in the bag. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. Fucking iconic bag that Jumpstart Coffee Company right there. Black and white, just like us. Right? Yeah. That's how we do. Love it. Uh Frank's got the dark roast blend right there. I'm I'm a medium blend guy. I'm back on the medium blend. Although I did love the I've only had one bag of it so far. They're the dark medium. The the two of them together. Two great powers uniting. Um, I had that and that was delightful. That's available now. That's the newest flavor. You can order with the link in the description of this episode. Use the promo code AOA15 to save 15%. And don't forget, 50% of the proceeds that Jumpstart Coffee Company brings in goes right on out the door, straight to the Navy SEAL Foundation. So they're supporting the troops. They're supporting this podcast. They're basically supporting your taste buds. Uh, All kinds of great support with Jumpstart Coffee Company. So support them back. Buy a bag today. Thank you in advance. Good stuff. Subscribe and save too. Get it delivered to your house. Boom. Uh, sorry again for acting like a jerk at the restaurant, said James Corden. He apologized formally on the air for his behavior in all of this. I can't believe we're still talking about this bullshit. But I guess he was off the whole time that he that he was going through all this because. I think he came back on the air Monday. I saw that. He came back on Monday and he, he had a he's like put aside like three or four minutes and he talked about the whole thing. And the way he made it sound it, it he made it sound like he did almost nothing wrong. Like he said but he did admit to he said I made an offhand remark that I'm sorry for uh, about getting up and going to do it myself. But he goes after the third time it came back I you know I made that remark. I didn't mean it in a be- in a negative way, but um, I just you know after my wife has this allergy to this food, so three times I just you know got a little frustrated. He goes, I do apologize, et cetera, et cetera. And then he said he talked to the guy and water under the bridge, hopefully. So, all right, I'm a little sympathetic to his wife having an allergy to the food. Right. But if you're going to tell me she has an allergy to egg whites and is ordering an egg yolk omelet, then I don't have a lot of sympathy. You're a fucking jerk off because it's going to be, you know, because the egg white touches the egg yolk. Have a fucking waffle. Yeah, exactly. Why are you even risking it? No, I don't. Maybe it's not a serious allergy and maybe a tiny bit won't hurt. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You need to fucking, you know, get egg beaters. What's egg beaters? Is that, uh, isn't it like fake bullshit eggs? How do they do that? What is, what is that? I have no idea. Is that like Elmer's glue with food coloring? Yeah, I think so. I think that's exactly what it is. Okay. I think you nailed it. Um, I didn't watch the apology. I kind of want to hear a clip of it, but I don't know if we're going to get nailed for something like that. Yeah, it was, you know, it seemed, you know, genuine. From, uh, for his, but he's you know, an actor. That. No, I, I know. Mean... Take it for what it's worth. He was like, he was like, I'm so sorry. I honestly didn't mean. I'll go, next time I go, because he's he films in L.A. He goes next time I go to New York, I'm gonna talk to the staff and whatever. Blah blah blah. I mean, he seemed genuine. He seemed like it was all a big misunderstanding and blah blah blah. But this other guy, the the owner, didn't he say that he's done this multiple times? Twice. He said twice. Okay, twice. Yeah. I don't know about the first time. I don't know if he really talked. I don't remember if he talked about it the first about the first incident, but he talked about this one. And he didn't seem to think that it was a huge thing, but the wait staff, you know, 
took it harshly, I guess. And so did the, and then the owner found out about it. So, and I think they tried to squash it. Where, what are we at right now? Is it, what stage were we at? Did he apologize and all's forgiven or? So I guess he apologized, but I kind of hate the apology on the show because, you know, again, you're do everybody's going to be tuning in to see what you say. So you're do you know, you're doing yeah. it, you know, it's like the old fucking diary days. You remember the old sure. in, in radio before they, before everything was like super digital in radio, you used to have to um, write down what you listened to, and it would go by 15-minute increments. And so all, like, and this it was a similar thing on TV, but more so this was a radio thing. So so if you, if you listen for two minutes, but you listen from 7.14 to 7.16, the radio station would get credit for an entire half an hour. That's why the old give us 22 minutes and we'll give you the world. That's Correct. why it's not give us 15 minutes or give us 30 right. minutes. Right. Uh, so that was, so that was the, the thing. So even with TV two with teasers or whatever, they would try and get you to stick around. So I don't know when his apology was, but if I had a guess, I mean, he probably dragged it out a little. I'm sure he didn't. Did he do it right up at the top of the show? I don't know. It was, I, I just saw the clip of the apology, so it's probably it's probably after the monologue. He was behind the desk, um, so I guess it was before you know after the monologue before he brought out any guests. Seemed like to me. Mm. I mean, why wouldn't you address it right away though? To ratings. <laughs> no, no. I mean, them. oh, like say it at the end. You mean you would you'd have people say it. you? Yeah. The best move to say it. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean that's why I mean that's why Leno blew up his monologue. Remember the monologue used to be like three or four jokes, five jokes, and then all of a sudden Leno was doing like a 22-minute monologue, you know, that's, and he cuz cuz a lot of cuz most people cuz they learned over time most people tune in for the monologue only. And if he dragged the monologue out a little bit more and did less with the guests, he was he's going to get more, you know, more ratings, more cash. Yeah, but here's, I mean, what do you do in terms of, if you put the apology at the end, do you tease it? I mean, how do you tell, because if people are tuning in and they don't hear the apology right off the bat, they're going to think he's not going to do it, and they're just going to turn away. They're just going to be like, oh, he's not going to say it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You can't tease something like that. Oh, coming up, you'll hear my apology. (laughs) Yeah, and then he's gonna go there. He's gonna be going a whole fucking press tour. Like, come on, like, give me a break. Now you're just using it for your. I don't own. think it'll be a press tour. I think he's just on his show. He said it, and I think that's it. I don't know. I've had I, this is this is rubbed me the wrong way from the get. I didn't like the, his apology so fast. I hated him taking back the apology. That you know? was weird. And but it, if you watch this apology, it's it seems genuine to me. I don't know though. You know, for what it's worth, it's. It seems heartfelt. I don't know because there's two sides to every story. I would love to hear from, if possible. I'm sure that they don't want to be called out and put in the spotlight, but whoever the wait staff was, for them to come forward and like, this is what happened. Well, that's the thing too. It was more than just one particular server. It was exactly everybody kind of saw it, you know. So exactly. So if they, what would be a good move is if he flew out the staff and brought them on the show. And talk to them about it on on 
on the couch. No, I'll tell you what would be a great. And that's what? He, what? No, that's what? not. What are you talking about? Talk to them about it on the couch. On the it, interview them to have Just, a feeling know, like a session. Guest. Not on the couch like a like a therapy session. I'm talking about on the the interview couch. I meant like where he would call out his guests and put on his you know the actors. I'll you tell you what up, I think the movie. You put him on his guests. Not to put him on his guests, but to have like I would ha- I would have them in the audience. And then he does a joke, and then they scream at him for how bad the joke is. That's not bad. <laughs> That's great. That's not bad. Like you call that an interview question? That sucks. Say oh, that again. I'm allergic to shitty jokes. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. That's the move. It's you know, move. that would have been good. Maybe he'll do it. Hopefully, people, you know. Why not bring them out? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the staff from whatever the hell restaurant. From whatever the hell restaurant. <laughs> I don't remember what it's called. Baltazar. Oh, Baltazar. All right, Kanye West. Kanye got dropped today by TJ Maxx. <laughs> freaking idiot. The, the store that literally takes all the shitty clothes that nobody wants. They take my clothes. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, no. look, look, I grew up on TJ Maxx, okay? But I, I no was... No problem it, with TJ Maxx. But wasn't it always, like, the shit that wouldn't sell in real department stores? Oh, I don't know. I really... I don't know very little about TJ Maxx. I don't know if I've ever gone there. Are you kidding me? I was raised in TJ Maxx. I might have, but I don't remember. Um, I feel like my mother put a wing on TJ's house, wherever the hell that is. Um, TJ Maxx, Marshalls, and Home Goods. That was the crazy thing to me. That's when I knew life was bullshit. When I found out that TJ Maxx and Marshalls were owned by the same company, I'm like, why is this? It's the same fucking store. It's all smoke and mirrors, my friend. You know, like Matt Marshalls is so much better than TJ Maxx. I'm like, well, I got news for you. <laughs> it's all the fucking same. You switch the signs, nobody knows. Yeah. Um, they announced uh, today telling CNN Business at TJ Maxx, we do not tolerate discrimination, harassment, or hate of any kind. We, th- I love this. Who the fuck asked you, TJ Maxx? Well, he does. They do business with, with Kanye, right? I don't know. I'm sure maybe they carry his clothing. I don't know. Uh, that's what, that's the point of the story. They dropped him, right? Uh, yes. Uh, yes, they did. But so again, they have to put out a statement when you drop the guy. Right, but I don't think it's like they have like a direct deal together. I think like when his sweatshirts don't sell at a, like Saks Fifth Avenue, yeah, they go to like <laughs> fucking Marshalls. <laughs> well, either way, I'm sure they have to have some kind of deal to get to to sell his clothes. This would be like Jerry, who runs the fucking town, you know, uh, flea market. Goes, we're not selling Kanye stuff anymore. <laughs> People that would, would be, be like, hilarious. Fuck <laughs> Put out a statement. <laughs> I've, I've gone through some of the, the tents and the booths. Even the lady at the end who just throws her shit down on the blue tarp. And we've made sure that there's no anti-Semitic Good, Good for you, Jerry. <laughs> Love it. I'm, I'm, sh- I'm doing all my shopping at Jerry from now on. <laughs> Love that Jerry. That Jerry Holy stand. Holy shit. That's fucking great. Yeah, um, the cut. I guess they had some sort of. I don't know. T A Max. That's that's my wife's input. T T A Max. T A Max. That's good. I love that. Yeah, they 
they have instructed their buying teams not to purchase this merchandise for sale in any of our stores globally. So that's what that Good. means when they have like to move like a lot of shit that's just left over. These people go out and buy it and they put it in TJ Maxx. And now they're like, we've instructed our people not to buy. That's good. Well, that's their policy. They're not no. doing it. What's <laughs> your you... problem with that? You are like, because... are you high? <laughs> no, I'm not high. Because they're fucking just jumping on the bandwagon. It's well, they like carry you... his merchandise. To... Yeah, I mean, I guess technically they do. Here's the thing. They could have solved this shit with an internal memo. They didn't Reed have... Robbins. Reed Robbins. <laughs> Wait, let me see. Where is it here? Um, Salvation Army are on the fence. <laughs> That's kind of funny. <laughs> it's true. They're one step away from a Salvation Army. They're like, oh, we're not going to go buy your stuff. Like, <laughs> But I think technically... Salvation Army is a, cha a charitable organization. I think TJ Maxx, they have to, you have to be licensed to carry and sell, make money off of other no. labels. What? Merchandise. Licensed? No. Well, yeah, I mean, not, well, you have to have some kind of contract to be able to sell. No. Like, I can't sell Kanye's clothes out, clothes out of a store. I, I, unless of course I, you can. I, I, so I can open a store and just sell his, his clothes. 100%. Yeah. I mean, like, you have to have an arrangement to buy them. Thank you. That's at a price that makes sense to sell them. But if you want to go buy them at regular price and just mark it up, you can do that. He, they're well, not. That's probably not what TJ Maxx did. They probably had some kind of arrangement. N but not with him, is my point. Like, they don't go to him. They go to. How do you know that? Because that's not what TJ Maxx does. They're... So they don't sell anything straight from the from uh the manufacturer i know i don't believe no. so i mean maybe they do but that their whole thing is they are less expensive than the department stores and when the department stores can't move merch they they fucking just dump it all in a tj maxx pile that's why everything that's why when you go to buy something at tj maxx <laughs> you're not going to go back there and get the same shit ever again it's gone you know okay all right, listen, I I thought that TJ Maxx, you know, why wouldn't they have deal, like your clothing store, why wouldn't you have a deal with so, a couple of labels that you could sell at this, you know, I don't Yeah, because their that's... deal's not with the labels, their deal's with, like, Macy's, and it's like, all right, I'll, we'll take those 17,000 okay. boxes of whatever that didn't sell, we'll move okay, them in cool. our store. All right, so it's still a valid statement, we're not going to carry his stuff anymore, no matter where we get it from. Let's <laughs> still, I don't know. No, I don't it's understand. not. Why is that not a good Because they're not even in business with him. His but they're not gonna... <laughs> First of all, fucking CNN should have been like, you're not even in business with him. We're not putting this on the air. This is ridiculous. Well, they're not built in business with him, but they're saying they're not. If you're coming here to buy, maybe people went there to buy stuff, you know, to buy Kanye's stuff. We're not going to. You're not going to find it here anymore. Is there maybe is their point? I mean, Robin's joke is so hilarious because that the is Salvation funny. Army is not too far away from that. If the Salvation Army was like, we're not going to sell Yeezys anymore, you'd be like, that's fucking ridiculous. You sell whatever you fucking, whatever falls into your lap. It doesn't even well, matter. It's a little different. Uh, Robin, the local dump refuses to accept any Yee merchandise. What do we do with it? That's because anti-Semitism, Frank, is just like muffin stumps. Nobody wants it. Who's going to eat all these stumps? <laughs> that's one of that's one of my that's one of my top episodes. Yeah, top that's of the a muffin good one. to you. Top the, it's not top of the muffin to you. To you. No, it is. 
one. Jerry Shaves his chest. Rebecca <laughs> Oh, that feels good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! With the real Jay Peterman tour. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking teaching Max. Give me a break. What was all the right? Other this thing? just in. Anthony, Jay Sabs, and myself. We're not selling any. Any Kanye stuff. Yeah, that's just as valid as a statement. It's fucking TJ Maxx. Just hopping on the bandwagon. If you came to the AOA podcast looking for Yeezys, it ain't gonna happen. Can I tell you something that really pissed me off? Like, really just enraged me. So I get a a birthday text, right? Happy birthday from my fucking... Well, that's that's your first enraging moment. You don't like that. I get a text and I look at it. It's from my fucking dentist. Okay. And it's a fucking happy birthday text. That's sweet. And I'm like, what a fuck. Just the fact that I have to delete this is angering me a little bit. Right. Is it automated or could you tell us from the. No, of course. It was not even. Was it save 10% off on your next cleaning? (laughs) Basically. Okay. I don't think I have it. I think I deleted it right away. But like an hour or so later, I go and check my email, and in my fucking email is a happy birthday email from the same fucking <laughs> dentist place. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, enough already. I get it. You have an automated system that knows when my fucking birthday is. Why are you sending me a text and an email wishing me a fucking happy birthday? Because you might be one of those people that sees a text or an email from your dentist, even though it's automated, and it might lift your day up for, for a brief moment. Oh, for fucking Christ. You give me a break. Does anybody find now? Listen to me honestly. I'll show the fucking. I'm trying to think if I have to block anything out here. What is it? Oh no, I can't do this. Does it show my name? I'll flash it on the screen really quick. There it is. Look, there it is. Okay. What about? Oh, okay. All right. Is anybody happy by this? Is anybody getting these going? Isn't that sweet? Seriously, is they anybody... remembered. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's why I don't like this. That's why I don't like birthdays. It is, is there the... a deal? Is there a coupon? No, for like we... Colgate or something. We hope your special day is full of laughter and good cheer. What the fuck? That's nice. Here's wishing you another great year. Oh, it rhymes. All best from your friends at Pure Dental. Give me well, a fucking break. Well, look at it this way: if you didn't get that email. You'd be like, what the fuck, dentist? No, I wouldn't. I would. I fucking. <laughs> the next wouldn't. time you go, you'd be like, you know, my birthday was a couple months ago. I don't understand. Yeah, who's rolling in there upset at their dentist? Be like, my birthday was a couple of weeks ago, and I didn't receive a text or an email. I don't understand. I gave you my email address. I have you have my phone number. A little recognition would be nice. I'm a loyal customer. Fucking bullshit. Now here's here's Alicia. Uh, we we still haven't gotten it right. I love my dentist office. They're awesome. I'm sure people have nice dentist office. I'm Look sure at the one right below it though. I'm sure. Oh, see <laughs> women. All right. I got Jay sabbed. My <laughs> dentist did. is hot and young. <laughs> no, it would be hot and old if you got Jay sabbed. That's true. <laughs> That's true. But it's it's you know if you have Connie from the office or Ray is fucking actually sitting there going all right it's Jim's birthday all right fine it's all fake bullshit what I don't understand like well, I don't they get entered it. your name into the birthday 
email system at one point, and that took effort, and that should not be overlooked. It fucking angers me to no end. Your wife says you the get... weirdest shit sets me off. I'm not going to argue with that. That's pretty true. That is true. Did you get any... Um... Oh, wait, this was the... I'm sorry. I can't, I can't. This was the text. Hi, Anthony. This is Pure Dental of Manorville. Wait, 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 wait. Is it, is it very clear that Anthony is like a placeholder? No. Like a Mad Libs word? No, it's pretty good. Okay. Yeah, I could show this it's to not you. not like Anthony in all caps and everything else is regular? Hey, Anthony, this is Pure okay. Dental of Manorville wishing you a happy birthday. We hope you enjoy your day. Sent via Next Health to unsubscribe, reply, stop. Like, unsubscribe how, then. How is this fucking genuine? <laughs> I can't unsubscribe because when I make an appointment, this is what I get that says, here's your, well, when your appointment is. Well, I got news for you. They're, they It worked because they just got a ton of free advertising on, on this show yeah. for Pure Dental. Fucking Pure Dental. <laughs> they got one over on you, buddy. No, I'm not. I'm slamming them. They're insincere sons of bitches. Have you gotten any other uh, company, you know, gener generic text for your birthday? Dude, I I mean, I have been so great lately. And I mean, by lately, I mean like the last year, year and a half of of aggressively unsubscribing to things. That's like, how do you unsubscribe to the, to the actual mail? Because we get... Oh, like the mail, like the mail. Mail from the mailbox. Yeah. Because every day we get just a ton of shit we never we never signed up for, mm. you know, like newspapers and magazines and all this stuff. I guess from the previous owners or whatever, they just keep coming. Now it's in our name, but it's just like the mailbox is overflowing every day with shit. But most of it we get rid of. And we we keep like two things out of the whole thing. Like I want to get rid of that mail. Mm. I honestly don't know how that mail still exists. I, I get it. It's it's delivery service it's like UPS and all that stuff. It works. I, I have no, I'm not, I have nothing against the mail. What I have against is the junk mail. Yeah. Well. All right. So listen. Here's the thing. Like. So where I live, my mailbox isn't at my house. That's bullshit. I hate that. There's like an area. By the way, that's I would never where... get the mail. I would never get it. And I never do. And I never do. I would yeah. never see it. I would. I wouldn't even. And it would go a month. That's a new. See, your area where you live has been lived in for a long time. You have you have an older, like regular, normal neighborhood. Out here by me, this is kind of all relatively. I mean, people have lived here, but a lot of the things here are relatively new. So mm -hmm. my mailbox is at least in walking distance where my parents live, because that's like a whole like mastermind planned community. Right. Their mailbox is nowhere even close to them. Like they have to get in the golf cart and drive. That's, that's annoying as hell to fucking get it. I mean, it it's, gets you out of the house, but no. I think that's the real point. It's just to get them out of the house for a couple of minutes. Fine, but do they have? Does every resident get a golf cart? For the most part, yeah, most of them do. That's cool. I'd I'd like to just drive that around. I would love to know if people have. Yeah, see, Miss Justice Community Mailbox. I, I, out in the Hamptons, it's the same thing too because they don't want the the mail the mailmen mailwomen drivers clogging up the fucking roads. So yeah. they all literally go to the post office to get their mail out east. I like Robin, <laughs> it will go down with a mailman. You know, Frankie. See, you said a mail mailman. I know, and you're a mailman. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't end with the Seinfeld reference references. 
I do have a key uh, for the for said mailbox. Yeah, yeah. It's annoying. I'm sorry. You it's put a the system mail by my house, please. It's a system too by my by my parents because like when they get like a box that doesn't fit in the mailbox, they put a key in there to go to a bigger the bigger mailboxes. Oh no, just no. down the thing, and then they got to nope. open that up. Two mailboxes? No thanks. How do how do you even? So you'd only know because there'd be a key in there. Okay, that's that's annoying as shit. This just is put true. The, just put the mailbox outside each door. Why is that so difficult? Uh, and deletes a birthday text. He is certainly not going to actually get up to walk to the mailbox. Yeah, that's exactly. You know, I I don't get the mail out of my mailbox now, and it's literally two feet from my door handle. Mm, it's too much. And I can't, I'm gonna walk down the street to get it. No. And these, you know, these newspapers, who the fuck is reading? Who are reading these things? It's just a paper filled with ads. There's no stories in it anymore. Every time I get a newspaper, it's just every page is ads. Yeah. And then I talked to, because I got a lot of newspaper friends. I talked to them and they're like, oh, we, you know, we have like, uh, you know, 40,000 circulation. I go. Well, not voluntary. How many, yeah. I go, how many of them are really <laughs> opening this thing up and reading something on page fucking 42? I mean, how many? I mean, it makes me wish I had a birdcage. That's the only reason <laughs> That's I would keep this. it. You know? Yeah. Or if I did paper mache, that'd be good. The whole fucking birthday text thing. I, by the Happy way, my... Happy mache. The, the reason why I don't love the birthday, it's true what Larry David said. I spent the whole day just replying to people, replying to text messages. Text and... messages. No, it's not that bad. See, because on Facebook, when, when my birthday came around, you get all the messages. You just, you just heart them. Just click the heart you like. like Waste like, of like, time. Like. Waste of time. It's your birthday. It's once a, once a year. You break. The birthday present I give to myself is I took my birthday off of Facebook so that I didn't have to sit there all day long and, and fucking do the thing. You're a miserable oh. bastard. And then okay, I had a pa I had a little mini panic attack because I get a message from Facebook that says your birthday is coming up and you can fundraise for your birthday. Like you tell people. I like, get hey, that too, yeah. You know, don't, mm -hmm. don't give me gifts. Not like my. 99% of the people on Facebook are not getting you gifts anyway. But it's like, don't get me a gift. Donate to my favorite charity. So I see this and I go, oh, what the fuck? I thought I took my birthday off of Facebook. So I had to go look and check and make sure. I It doesn't, it's still in there. It's just that nobody can see it. So nobody okay. gets so notified. Facebook knows, but it's not a public thing. Right. But you know what they do? They go, oh, do you know it's Ant's birthday? They bother everybody. And they go, it's Ant's birthday. Do you want to write on his wall? You know, that's not fair. You should. You, didn't you take your birthday down? That's why would they tell? No, other but I'm people saying to... I, that's why that's what happens when you leave your birthday up. I did take my birthday down. Oh, I'm oh, saying oh. when you leave your birthday up, people, they just bug you. You think everybody really remembers it's your birthday on your birthday? No, of course not. And that's they get a that's why fucking, it's there. Yeah, they I get a remember. But every time it comes up in my, you know, it's so-and-so's birthday. I always say happy birthday. I don't No matter who it is. If I haven't talked to them in years, happy birthday. Hmm. Nice. By the way, how bad was my joke? All of them are great, are terrible. Shut up. But I don't know which one are you talking about. With Janine today. Yeah, oh, it was terrible. That was it was a bad. That was not good. <laughs> that I kind of went Ugh, as soon as I, I read it. I this. I think we can fair. It's okay to say that Janine had a death in her family. That's why she's not. So yeah, Janine. Okay, shall I read it? If you want. No, I'm not going to say, you know, Janine had a death in her family. Uh, you, you, you know what? You read it. Go ahead. 
let's say her uncle died for argument's sake. She right. said, I'm not going to make the show tonight. My uncle died. And my response was, I didn't see your uncle at Frank's birthday party. Now that's not, funny. That, it's funny if your if your uncle didn't just die. See, but that's my thing. That's the time to make a joke. You know what I'm saying? That's when you make the mm, joke to brighten no, no. up those spirits right away. Mm. She literally wrote me back, huh? And I felt horrible. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you should. Like, shit. <laughs> you should feel like a, like a piece of shit. It just didn't <laughs> land. No, did not. Um, and, and, you know, again, if your uncle didn't just die, yeah, I let you know. That would have made me laugh if my too uncle soon. just died. That's a too sooner. I don't think, hold on, I got to text my uncle, make sure he's okay. I know that karma's a bitch. Yeah, so make sure there aren't any glory hole accidents. I <laughs> hurtful. Uh, then it was that because no, of the paprika jokes they made over the years. No, we always say they go to glory holes. I'm not. That wasn't out of nowhere. It wasn't an insult. We joke around that they go to glory holes, didn't we? That wasn't an insult. So then glory we always wonderful. I asked if it was on her dad's or mom's side, and she said her dad's. And you know, her dad invented plaid. So I said, did he invent? Oh, this was the particular uncle who invented polka dots right and i got a ha which was like yeah. okay i'm gonna stop see, trying to cheer you up now yeah you did two in a row yeah uh you didn't even okay so the normal person all right you did do a sorry for your loss janine okay i did say i was sorry right away yeah you did I say sorry that. and then you said that sucks blah 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 and then you wrote this is the one that invented polka dots right yeah and then I, you know, like a classy person, wrote, "I'm so sorry, Janine." I know you don't you she... dispense with the jokes. <laughs> yeah, you really fucking hung me up to dry. You're like, what am I gonna? Oh, you so want me to tell sorry. a joke? You want me, to, want me to start laying in with jokes? Yeah, jump back in there. No, 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 no. it's all right. I smoothed it over with J Sabs. I had my dentist text. Perfect. Saying all's well. Then. <laughs> Texted my dentist back. I go, could you smooth this over? I made an ass out of myself. Can maybe throw her on your list for uh, October twenty sixth, please. Happy birthday! Oh, who? I mean, from who, your dentist. Who the fuck? I mean, listen. When I graduated, I just think you're an anti dentite. No, when I graduated, I'm wishing death gone three on all the dentists. When yes. I, when I graduated college, one of the first gigs I got was working for like a Wall Street type company. And this is what I would do. We would do like the marketing for them. And they would like send a letter. We had this pro program and I knew everybody's birthday and it would spit out this birthday letter. This is when people were sending letters. And so nice. it would just fill in the name and put like a little fun design and we would put it in an envelope every day. We'd send out like 30 of these things and they would send them to their clients and their clients would get this and they would actually sit there and sign them. You know, and it had like pertinent, some pertinent information. Some of them were a little bit more detailed and shit. And this is how they like had like, and it was like, oh, this is a real nice touch. Like, isn't this lovely? But that has devolved into, you know, text nine to opt out of this birthday message. And it's like, <laughs> what are we even doing anymore? Like, just, just stop less it. personal. Yeah. But now you have the dentist in mind. So you're going to go, you know what? I got to make an appointment. It's a little free, it was a little advertising. All right, this is hurtful. Paige, send her donuts, Anthony. You're good at that. 
All right, that was perfect. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> that is a good one. That's a great callback. Oh, shit. Yeah. By the way, we got to check on her brother's dog. I haven't heard anything. I'm starting to get worried. Yeah, they got a new dog, and, you know, looks it's cute. But, uh, yeah, you're right. Let's see if it, if we're, what we're dealing with here. Yeah, I don't know if I, any, I don't know if anybody's heard from them or anything. So I haven't seen a picture of the dog lately. Yeah, we should do a wellness check. The last part of the convers, last part of the Kanye thing is he went to the Skechers headquarters, unannounced, yeah. and they just kicked him out. Yeah, so get the fuck out of here. We don't want. Yeah, we don't want you. To, I don't know. Nobody knows exactly what they said, but he was in there for not very long, and they just escorted him right out. I mean, uh, listen, it's not easy to make sneakers, even when you're like a sneaker designer, like factories and, you know. I can't imagine it's easy. It's, yeah, so it's not like if you get dropped from Adidas, which he did get. easy? Sorry. He did get dropped, right? So He did. Yeah, Adidas dropped him. Um, it's not looking good for Kanye. And you know what? He he, he dug himself into, this own mess, in, in, into his own mess. This is all, this is on him. Sorry, but. When you say shit like that, you, you, you reap what you sow, my friend. Tough. Tough world. Uh, so we might not have uh, Yeezys for a while. Ah, oh. mm. They're weird-looking shoes anyway. Yeah. Um, I have not listened to the Taylor Swift album since I listened to it over the weekend. So you're not a fan, then? No, it's not that. It's, uh, sometimes I like to go in heavy on a record, listen to it like three or four times, and then if I have the if I get a song stuck in my head, then I know it's really good. I through this whole show, I've had karma from her stuck in my head. Yeah, that snow on the beach one keeps sticking with me. So I think snow that's going to be the good. one. That's yeah, a good one. <laughs> um, this woman here. Let me see here. Uh, blah, 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 blah. A woman on TikTok claims that she went to high school with Taylor Swift and is confirming what the fans know to be true. Everything Miss Swift does is intentional. I went to the same high school as Taylor Swift. We grew up in the same town. Um, let me see okay. here. In she wrote this album on purpose? What does that mean? Everything she does is intentional. In 2006, I'm a freshman in high school. Taylor is, I think, a junior. Teardrops on my guitar had just come out, and I think over the summer, obviously, she got really big, and that's the year she left school and got homeschooled. Okay. Um, she, she said that when Swift started becoming super successful, most of her classmates hated her. I mean, so what jealousy. are they going to do? Yeah, exactly. Um, say, doesn't say she became a jerk. It just says she became successful. That's why they yeah. hated her. That's not cool. Also, the guys she was writing these songs about, they were still in school. They were still there. And now they have a hit song about them talking about what a shitty boyfriend they are. All right, that, that sucks. I mean, when <laughs> she you're does seven, that about everyone. I know. When you're John Mayer, you are a dick. But when you're fucking 17, yeah. you can't help but be a dick, you know? That's true. That's to be fair, wrong. nobody... I mean, I don't know. It's, it's kind of... That's not cool. But to... To the rest of the world, nobody knows who that is. Yeah, I, I guess think. so. Mm, I guess so. And is this confirmed? Is this woman, we know this woman is definitely, definitely went to high school with her? No, I'm, I don't care enough to confirm these things. Okay, good. As, as long as it's close enough to sound good, I just go with it. 
Fake news. Uh, the DC Universe. What about did, it? Did I talk about Black Adam? No. Saw Black Adam over the weekend. Oh, you did s- say it was good. Okay. Yeah, and the people were applauding at the end of the movie. Yeah, right. Do you know why? Good, huh? I don't want to spoil it. Don't spoil it. Okay. Was it... Two, I'm going to ask you two, a two-part. Was it either something that happens at the end, or was it because it was a great overall movie? Yes. Yeah. Uh, do you want me to answer that question? Oh, shit. It's probably yes to both, but I'm, uh, don't answer it. I don't want to spoil okay, it. Okay. I have to tell people, and everybody can mute me. Frank, take off your headphones. I'll wave at you when it's time to come back in. I got to say why it was good. I got to say why. Just take your headphones off. But nobody's going to listen to it. Who's going to listen to it unless you've, they've seen it? That's, it'll be for the people who have seen right. it. I'm just going to talk to those people. Or the people who don't give a shit enough to get to have it be yeah, spoiled. All right, here comes the spoiler. Just uh, wave us in. Take it off. Can you hear me? You can't hear me. Okay. All right. All right. We're good. Uh, it fucking rocks at the end because Superman shows up at the very, very, very end. And it's a big deal because fucking the Henry Cavill got fired from being Superman. There was all these rumors that he's going to go around and he wasn't going to be Superman anymore. And then boom, he's back in the fucking suit. He fucking walks in and fucking when he walked on screen, the theater I was in exploded in a fucking applause. So this is supposed to be the relaunch of the DC universe. And they got fucking Superman basically anchoring this thing again. So that's why the, all this interest. All right, let's see if we get Frank back. <clears throat> all right. So I told them, I gave them the spoil. This is not the spoil. But they're saying, and they were saying prior to Black Adam, that Black Adam and what The Rock was trying to do was going to um, reinvent the DC universe. You know, because okay. they did Batman versus Superman and these things Sucked. were kind of tanking and weren't doing great. <clears throat> they thought that would kind of build up the DC universe to be like what Marvel has become. And so Black Adam came out. You know, I didn't even see the box office numbers for Black Adam. I got to look at that. Um, I think it did really well from what I understand. It did? I don't know the exact numbers, but I heard it did pretty good. So uh, now... The, you know, to sort of guide the DC universe, they started DC Studios and they pulled James Gunn, who did a bunch he, of the Marvel movies. Yeah, he did the um, uh, Gal- the Guardians of the Galaxy stuff. Right. And he also did, I think, Suicide Squad. That's DC. So that And that's DC, right? So he's a big comic book nerd. Sorry, that was the point I was trying to make. He He's done both. Right. Um but they've basically taken him over. So James Gunn is going to head the new DC studios and he is going to be in charge. Him and somebody else. I had it here a second ago. They're going to basically be in charge. Saffron, Peter Saffron. I don't know. They're going to be in charge of running DC movies. Okay. And they're So is gonna- this like, is this going to be like reboots and stuff like a new Batman and yeah. a- Okay, because I know uh, who's the, who's the super the guy who plays Superman, Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill, he said, "I'm willing to keep going as Superman, whether or not there's a reboot." He said he's willing to keep going. So I don't know if they reboot it in terms of whole new cast, or reboot it and just 
stick with the cast and change up the stories. Right. There's like Ben Affleck come back as Batman. Who really Mala, knows? Yeah. yeah. It's weird though. Like I, I feel like the state of comic book movies is there doesn't really need to be too much. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? When everything is the same. Oh, like uh, like in sequence. Yeah, it doesn't have to be. Um, Sorry, not state. consistent. Consistency. But, uh, yeah. I don't think there needs to be too much consistency. Meaning, you can have the Joker be Jared Leto in Suicide Squad, and you can have the Joker be you know, Joaquin Phoenix in the other one and people are going to go see both and and nobody's going to be like, well, these two don't happen in the same universe because all comic book stuff now doesn't happen in the same universe. Marvel does. Uh, For some reason, Marvel has made it even, they even brought in the old Spider-Man movies with Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. They made it all canon. Which is amazing. Yeah, so everything but, that happens in Marvel. And now they introduce the multiverse, so it's like, oh, it's happened in this universe, that universe. Right, but that's my point. It's Now with multiverse, you everything makes sense now. It doesn't, you can tie right. everything in now. It doesn't have to but fucking. DC doesn't have the multiverse. Well, not just yet, but I have a feeling they're about to get one. They should. <laughs> multiverse means multi-bucks. Yeah. It's fucking killing for Marvel, so they're going to try and replicate the same thing. So and, I, and yes, Aaron, I was dancing to Taylor Swift. <laughs> I expect um, I expect there to be a shit ton more comic book movies. So if that's them. your thing. Get excited. They're all good. You know, I I mean, rarely do I watch one, especially the Marvel ones. You know, I want the Batman movies like the and the, the Superman movies lately. I'm not a huge fan of them, but fuck you. Hey, Dark Knight Rises was probably one of the best movies of all time. I, not not rises the dark knight mm. Heath ledger i thought was one of the greatest movies yeah great um and then you know all the batman movies before that even the one with bane you know they were all those were all great this latest uh you know batch of movies eh, i could do without but the marvel stuff i i have yet to see a, a marvel movie that i was like that really sucked you know they're all entertaining in their own way that just goes to show you how how talented Chris Nolan is. He fucking made Bane work. Bane was such a zero nothing character in the comic books. No, he was he was big in the comics. He was, I mean, they kept it legit. He was the guy who broke who broke Batman down. He was the one that literally broke his back, and that happened in the comics. And it happened and they made it happen in the movies. Yeah, he was like not the most popular character. I'll give you that. But I remember when he was when he was big in the comics, and I was like, "Shit, he, he almost kills Batman." But that was that that was old. Like we were old, weren't we? Was when that happened? I don't remember that shit when I was. That younger. happened that when we were. Um, I feel like it happened in the '90s. I thought, or at least it was. I mean, I remember it from then. Maybe it, maybe the comic book came out way before that with Bane, but I thought that kind of stuff happened in the '90s where he was we got effed up by Bane. Mm. Um, yeah we'll see what happens I honestly thought I think and feel that Henry Cavill is the best Superman he's just been in such shit like it's not him yeah he's a great Superman I liked even the other guy before him um, don't remember Brendan his name Ralph. He, was, he was okay mm. nothing wrong with him the, the movie wasn't great but he was as a Superman I thought he was good you know, I can't really. Uh, and before, and before that, it was Christopher Reeves, right? Yeah. 
that was the big that's the that's a huge gap between those uh big those two but yeah big but i thought he was fine i've been kind of flirting with watching them because they're all on uh hbo max i've been oh, ca- kind of like originals? in the mood to watch yeah the original supermans i haven't mm-hmm. committed to it yet but i really kind of want to do it with my own brand though <laughs> Uh, a Chinese military contractor created a video showing off its new military technology, revealing that a robot can attack a dog oh, um, that could be dropped off by a drone. This video, I got to tweet this video out. Don't attack a dog. Yeah, I don't know why they attacked a dog, but there's like drone drop this thing in and this fucking like robot dog looking fucking thing went over and. Oh, it was a robot dog? Well. Or did it attack an actual dog? Uh, no, it was like, it was a robot. It was like a robot attack dog. Sorry, did I misspeak? Okay, so wait a minute. It's a robot. It's like an attack dog. Right. It didn't attack any dogs? It didn't attack any dogs. Okay, thank you. But it's like on all fours, like a dog. Got it. And it like shoots bullets and it's is it a shark with laser beams on its head shark with freaking laser beams on it uh well let's move on from that that's depressing i had nothing else for that elon musk walked into twitter today with a sink in his hand what not the sink thingy just the sink ah well then I, i would turn him right around kick him out yeah he walked in with an actual sink in his hands he shared a video laughing while lugging the sink into the lobby two days before his court order deadline to close a $44 billion deal to buy Twitter or face a trial. Early in the day, the what? Tesla boss wait, wait, changed wait, 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 wait. his Twitter bio to chief twit. Why would he have to? He has to buy it or else yeah. face it. Why? He's got to go to trial. He's got to go to court because he said he was going to buy it. Then he said he wasn't going to buy it. And he beefed up the price. And it's like stock manipulations. So they're going to take him to court if he doesn't. So that's why he oh. just agreed to do it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And people are making such a big deal. Like nobody wants to finance this deal. Motherfucker. Nobody need, he doesn't need anybody to finance the deal. He's having to take money from people if they want to get in on it, but he doesn't, he's not going to blink at fucking $44 billion. I'd blink at that. What is he worth? Oh, I don't even way more than 44 billion in the hundreds, right? Yeah. It's ridiculous. That's he's one of the richest people on the planet. All right. Elon. Musk worth. They're like, Larry Ellison's out. This one, Peter Thiel is out. It's like, nobody gives a shit. He doesn't need them. He doesn't need anybody to finance the fucking deal. $212 billion. Exactly. He doesn't feel I mean, $44 billion. I mean, that's it's a chunk out of his... That doesn't mean anything, because once you hit a billion, I feel like it's all, it's it, it all is, gravy. <laughs> it is a statistic impossibility for this man to go broke. It will just never happen in his lifetime. It could happen. What if we just gave, uh, gave all his money away? The world. True. Good point. You know what? Good <laughs> we'll point. Get, we'll get sued into the ground. <laughs> I didn't think of that. <laughs> um, but yeah, but like, like that's what I'm saying. Like out of all of his businesses, like n- he, it would never get to the point where like all seven of them are like down to zero. You know, it just wouldn't yeah. happen. What? Uh, I mean, Especially Tesla. Like just Tesla's just not going anywhere ever. Maybe. I mean, unless something else better comes out and the Tesla, because Tesla, wasn't it like recently I heard that they're not the best cars because they're like, they're not very well made or no, something? No, they're really, you know what? And I have been I dying. don't know. This could be, I could be wrong. 
No, uh, you're right. I have been dying for a Tesla. And now you get all these guys on TikTok and YouTube and they go into a Tesla and they push on like the panels of the car and it's just like cheap, shitty plastics Plastic. and yeah and just sound like squeaking and and i hate that like this there's, there's ask my wife there's one thing i can't stand if, if we're in the car driving and there's like a rattling noise or a squeaking noise it drives yeah. me fucking crazy are we running low on metal can we not make the cars out of metal anymore is it too cheaper heavy. to make them out of plastic yeah it's lighter you, the car's lighter gets better gas mileage you're pushing less weight around yeah but if it's electric who gives a shit yeah, I mean that's true, but you're still using less battery power powder. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um let's talk about this radio host that died mid show. It's my fucking what worst nightmare, this? Frank. Holy crap. This guy in, in is British radio host. Uh he was on the air for an hour during his breakfast show when a song went oh, dead. Guy. Yeah, song went dead and that was it. And he was just he just keeled over. Heart attack, dead. Oh, he was alone in the studio? Alone in the studio. Oh, boy. Always my worst nightmare. I would have That's those terrible. moments. I'd be on the air and I'd be like, if I fucking died right now, nobody would know for a couple of hours. Especially. especially. No, it, see, no, in radio. Well, yeah, especially nowadays with radio. It's just, you just hit play and it just keeps going. It automates. The thing fucking keeps going. Yeah. Unless, you're, unless you have a stop. Uh, a planned break and you hit the you take it off auto right and you go to live and it right. and the song ends and it just stops which is so surprising to i don't know why his song stopped i, I don't know he was if, getting ready to to do a break it stopped mid-song like i heard the audio they were like, here were the last chilling moments it wasn't that chilling it was just the song was playing and then it just stopped so i don't know what happened i don't know if he just keeled over and hit hit the could turn the, the pot button. off yeah i don't know what he did but for people who don't know in radio now you hit the play button and this the radio station will literally just keep going and it will not stop until you actually tell it to stop or you hit the stop button or you say stop at the end of the song yeah. or there's so it'll just keep nothing going. or yeah. there's nothing more scheduled which usually it's a few days scheduled in advance Right. So I would like get in in the morning and sometimes most of the time to start the show, I was completely by myself. Like the, people wouldn't come in until halfway through the show. And then like I would think to myself, if I got murdered or if I died, I'm like nobody would know until 720 when Breakfast with the Beatles started and they didn't hear me talking over the intro. <laughs> and even then, even then they might not fucking know. Because not gonna, I'm not going to oh, lie to you. They were a couple in the of bathroom. times. <laughs> Where I went to go take a shit and I missed that anyway. <laughs> ah, that cl classic, Anthony. <laughs> no one would know until workday started, and yeah. people come into the office and they look and they look and they see an empty chair. Yeah, we we were just what were we talking about the other day? Fuck, we were talking about a song. Uh, oh, what was the oh. song playing that the the last song the guy played? The last song that he played, the one that cut off. I don't know. You know what? I heard it too, and I don't even fucking remember. It didn't really. I didn't really recognize it. I think it was an oldie station, so I don't know. He was an older guy. Um, terrible. Somebody brought up uh, fucking Bruce Springsteen, Rosalita, which is like seven and a half minutes. Mm -hmm. And I said, that's a shit song. That's and a my, shit song. My wife is like, I thought you liked that song. I go, no, it's seven and a half minutes. I'd go take a shit. Exactly. 
Meta- most Metallica song. You put on Master of Puppets, chances are the DJ went thick crap. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Meatloaf, Bruce Springsteen, Rosalita. I would string together a couple of songs at LNG. And I would leave the studio and drive to Main Street and get an ice cream and fucking come back. <laughs> American hour. Pie, you throw that on. American Pie. What else? Uh, you get the long version of uh, scenes from an Italian restaurant. <laughs> I'm like, you think anybody notices I haven't spoken 45 minutes? <laughs> these are these are songs that were made for DJs. You just yeah. put them on and you take a walk and you have to go do, take yeah. care of business. Completely. That's completely true. And I, never heard, Vita, yeah. I never heard anybody fucking dying though on the air. That's a, that's a rarity. Yeah, because usually your adrenaline's pumping a little bit, so that you know. Yeah. So maybe that helps. I mean, I, I, I'm sure it's not. It's got to be very, very rare, but yeah, I'm sure it happens. You know, this uh, this I, you think this guy? I don't think he was the first. No, and I got to tell you, I was a little, this is fucked up. I was a little disappointed to hear he died in the middle of the song. I thought I was going to hear him talking and then go, and then fucking kill over. That's what I was expecting. You morbid bastard. I saw, I saw this TikTok. This fucking guy. Do you remember the, who's the, Wendy Williams? That's her name? Yeah. Is that all right? Do you remember the one where she's dressed up like a, like, I think it's a Statue of Liberty. And she goes, did you see this TikTok? Right. She just kills over, yeah. She had like a heat stroke or something. So somebody's filming this schmuck and he's standing next to the TV while she's talking and he reaches into the back of his pants and, t- and you know, wipes his oh. ass. And then he, he puts it uh, under her nose on the screen. And then she... and then she's just... Yeah, that's good. Like, who comes up with this shit? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking funny of these people. There are some clever people out there on these oh, social media things. God, it's great. Every now and then you come across one and you're like, holy shit, that's pretty good. It's so fucking good. Um, the debates have not been good. Did you see any of the debates recently? I have. And I don't know why you say they're not good. They, All right. Speaking very biased here. Obviously, people know mm-hmm. I'm very blue. Mm-hmm. Democratic. The Democrats have been kicking ass. Doctor Oz so? looked like an asshole. Did you hear what he said? What Doctor Oz said? Okay, all right, let me be on. Let me preface the rest of this conversation. I only saw clips on Twitter. I did not watch the. Yeah, whole no, I didn't thing. watch the whole thing. I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched recaps and and, and stuff. Yeah. Like that. Um. Right. I did not watch the whole thing, but I okay, saw. Can pilots. I say this before you get to the? I watched the. <clears throat> I watched a couple of clips. Of Hochul and Zeldin, these two people are running for governor of New York. I didn't see that. Yeah. Four clips, I go, holy shit, Lee Zeldin wiped the floor with her. Really? And then I'm like, let me keep going. And then I watched like six more clips and I was like, all right, it was kind of it. Like, it was just weird, like how biased that can even be if you don't watch the whole thing. Right, right, right. Well, the highlights that I saw from the, there was the Dr. Oz one. There was the one between um, Florida, um, Christ and DeSantis. DeSantis, that was a good yeah. one. I forgot about that one. They that one was okay. The interesting moment I saw from that one was when he asked him if you win, like if you're you're running now, are you going to guarantee everybody you're going to be running the state in four years? And he literally did not he answer. Just stands there. Yeah, yeah. Deer in the headlights. 
I was surprised because you got to have an answer for that. You know, you're going to get that question. Exactly. I mean, you know, I mean, the answer is so easy. Hey, whether I'm serving Floridians here as governor or as the president of the United States, I'm going to be fighting for Floridians. I'm like you, you piece of shit. Done. Easy. <laughs> like you, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but did, did, you, did you see the Fetterman one? That yeah, guy. With, with uh, Oz, right? Dr. Oz. Yeah, I felt bad yeah. for him. So for people who don't know, he had a stroke, what, four months ago? Yeah. I, oh, I don't know. I don't know when he had a stroke. Yeah, four, six or four months ago, he had a stroke. And so he's been having a little bit of a tough time talking. Right. Some people say he's having a tough time functioning, uh, but he's definitely having a tough time talking. And he was like, he didn't make a lot of sense that night. He said a couple of weird things, but he just looks weird with his neck and everything. He looks. He's a big guy. Too, he's you know, a really he's big huge. guy. He's yeah. got to be almost, he's got to be six and a half feet tall. Yes. And bald, and scary. bald, bald, tall men are scary. Usually, yeah. But did you hear Doctor what Doctor Oz said? No, what did he say? I didn't hear. So he goes, they asked him about abortion, and he goes, I'm paraphrasing, but he said something along like that. Decision should be, you know, we want to get the uh, the woman and to the, the doctor and yeah. the, and the and the local the local politicians together to make that decision. Yeah. No. What are you, fucking crazy? You just lost it. That's it. Local politicians are making up this woman's, you know, that's, that's, you lose the battle on that one. You're a doctor, pal. What are you doing? It's the dumbest thing a person can say. It's the really dumb thing a Republican can say. Again, the Republicans sit there on the platform of less government and no government interference. And then they're like, but with abortion, you should consult your local politician. What are you fucking talking about? The abortion, taking away voting rights. Uh, rolling back women's uh, rights in general. Just they, they talk about less government and more rights, but they t- they're gradually taking away rights. It's like, what, I, don't know, I don't know people see that. Look Fucking at, Dr. Look at voting Oz. Rights too. Yeah. Dr. Oz can win. I mean, the guy can win. This Fetterman. Just because I, he's kind of popular. I, I don't think, I don't know. I don't know, but he's, this guy's fucking stroked out and looking all weird. I don't think people are comfortable with that, you know? Yeah, but Democrats are going like to vote has, for him. I mean, that's not you, we're talking yeah. about the people, the undecideds in the middle. Yeah, but know? it's not like he's going to have his finger on the button as long as he, you know, he can do the job. I mean, if he's clear, you know, I'm sure he's got to be there's got to be medical tests that you're physically capable of doing this job, right? I don't know. Like they do that for presidents. You have to be physically able to, yeah. to do the job. I, I just it, it, it was that. fucking depressing again because I felt like they they all were so just not, I don't know. They didn't have, like I watched Hochul and the only thing Lee Zeldin has is crime. Like it's the only thing he's got going for him. And he, the four clips I saw, he mopped the floor with her on the crime stuff. And I just don't understand why she doesn't fucking, you know that the questions are those questions are coming. Why don't you have a, a thing yeah. ready? Why don't you have an intelligent retort? Like you should be able to justify, you know, why your policies are working. And if they're not working, you should be able to explain. Here's my plan. What the right, what the plan is, and the crime, especially in New York City, is off the charts bad. And that's what he's hitting her over the head with. And she had no fucking response whatsoever. And then, like, here was what was really disappointing. 
you know, when they when they can't make normal and I don't know if I mean I know when you're on the stage you get nervous, but this is your job. They brought up the 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 uh the COVID vaccine, right? And they mm-hmm. they asked her if she would man because now they're talking about mandating the COVID vaccine for children. Like cause you have to have certain vaccines to go to public school. Any mm-hmm. school actually. And yeah. now they're talking about you know, making the COVID vaccine mandatory for those vaccines, part of those, part of those vaccines, which I mean, if you ask any logical parent, they're all going to tell you absolutely not. That's the dumbest thing ever. Here's the thing. I have no problem with that. 10, 15, 20 years down the road, you know, there's no sense of urgency right now that you need to force that on children, which we know now scientifically know there have been issues with the heart inflation inflammation and all that well is that the vaccine or is that COVID? it's both well that's why i think it's both covid i don't know exactly but i think covid is the is the is a big problem with with that kind of stuff i'm not sure if it's which one's worse you know but i think hard to tell but you need to do a lot more testing is my point right like let's you know all those other vaccines were tested for extensive periods of time before being required to you know be a part of it and again this well, is how long how long were they tested do we know, I don't know. like uh, there is the, the mumps the measles so the mumps vaccine uh, how long did they test that before they made it mandatory i don't know polio but, how long did they test it i don't know but they tested it longer than what we got for there was more than two years i could tell you that I don't you know, know. Um, and you know, it's not 2020 anymore. There's no sense of urgency. It, like the amount, the, the, the scariness of this is all behind us. And yet she sits there and they ask her and her answer was not right now. And you're like, all right, well, I like the answer because it's a no. But it doesn't mean that you're going to change your mind in the future. And then they asked for his retort. And his retort is, I am not going to mandate that vaccine in in schools ever. And now I'm like, but that answer is dumb, too. Like the the answer, this is not debatable. There's no gray area. There's no this way. Here's the answer. There's no need to do it now. I don't think there'll be a need to do it in the future, but God forbid this comes back and flares up or whatever the hell the next thing is, we're going to get together with our scientists and we're going to make a decision that's best for the community. But I don't see now or in the next few years, there being any sort of reason for this to come back. So the answer is short term. No long term. Most likely no. to be fair, this asshole goes, Never. Well, what if something really bad happens? Yeah, that's the thing. We, um, I know a lot of people are getting it now. They're, I know it's making a big comeback. COVID. It's the numbers are going up. The people there are people around me that I know that have gotten it uh, within the last two months, and uh, haven't gotten it before. You know, it's myself included. I haven't gotten it in two years, and then I got it. Yeah. I think so this latest batch is just extraordinarily contagious, but it does nothing. Uh, tell that to me, you know. It's, just, it's not killing anybody. It's just not. not. Well, the, we have the vaccine in place for a lot of people. You know, I have the vaccine. It didn't 
you know, it, it was bad when I got COVID. It was bad. It, it sucked. It was, a, it was a terrible, it felt like the flu. I actually had numbness. My right side of my face was numb for a week. It didn't droop or anything, but I couldn't feel from under my eye to the top of my lip. Um, and they said it's, that's probably due to COVID. You know, they couldn't, they couldn't do, they did a CAT scan, they did the whole thing. And the only thing they could come up with is got to be from COVID. It's a side effect from COVID. Yeah. So there's, it might not kill you, but it's nothing to mess around with. I don't, I don't think. I think there's some serious, some, you know, some stuff about it that you know, it'd be better if you don't get it. I know we're just talking about like I, I don't what the, I don't know what the late. I was really wrong about the last time I get guest numbers on this, but the latest numbers were like thirty-eight thousand people got COVID in the last like seven days in the country. It's like it's not, it's not even remotely near. Well, that's the thing. The deal. You know, how many, it could go up is the problem. That's what they're worried about. Well, of course. And my, my whole answer is based off of, well, we don't know what's to come. And if a crazy strain comes back and we need to, you know, make sure we're okay again, we got to make those decisions at those times with what we have. But that's the thing. Logic. These two right. fucking idiots are up there just, you know, doing the stupidest shit. Yeah. And it's so depressing and disappointing the abortion thing too like they're talking to you know i have a tough time i have a tough time with any i i don't know i just i i'm surprised more women aren't more angry we saw a lot of anger from women when it happened you know and now i know we're going to look at those numbers and women are just going to be voting for Republicans. And here's the thing, too. I don't know why they're doing it. And at the same time, I feel like, well, they're probably terrified because the Democrats that we have in place, especially in New York, they have all these new laws, bail reform and all this shit, that these people are committing horrific crimes. They're fucking walking the streets five days later. It's like you need a uh, a, a DA that's going to fucking prosecute people and put people in prison and they're not. Yeah. I don't, I'm not as, as caught up on the whole crime statistics in New York as I, you know, as well, you never leave your house. So that's probably true. But I, you know, I wish I knew more about crime rate in your house is fantastic. By the way, I don't think your my house is pretty good from you or vice versa. Yeah, if she is, it's fine. She, she could take anything she wants from me and that's not stealing. It's hers. Me Maybe you swipe a remote from one the other person on occasion, but possibly no harm, no foul. That's fine. My my dog had some jump start the other day on accident. <laughs> <laughs> he swiped some jump start. Uh, the the mug, you know, it was just on the on the ground for a second, and he just walked over. Blip, 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 blip. He took like three sips. Whoa! Started drinking it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoopsie. That's great. And he was up all night. No, it was fine. It's an American dog right there. Patriotic. Yep. Supports the troops. Yeah. I don't know. The whole thing, every clip I saw was just like super depressing. It just every, I just don't see like logical, smart, intelligent people. You know, I never yeah. feel good anymore going to vote. I just would love to at once be like, I think this person's going to be great. I just, yeah. I've not had that feeling in such a long time. And it's so fucking depressing. And it's so depressing to see them talk to each other. 
like idiots with talking points and being little political robots. It's like, just be a fucking human being. You know, I saw a clip of, of uh, Trump the other day, mm-hmm. the 2016 debates. When I, when I was done watching the clip, I go, that's why he was elected president. I like, I had forgotten how eloquent and amazing he could be at times because they asked him about tax loopholes that he used and he sat there and he goes, yep, I used them. I used every one of them. And he looks at Hillary and he goes, so did she. And so did all her donors. And I know because I used to donate to her and I know all her donors and they're all using the same tax loophole to get out of paying taxes. And it was like, you forgot with all the shit that we've gone through with him, you forgot how much he was calling out bullshit back in the day before he had a, his own record of bullshit to be called out on, you know? And he was, he was calling it like he saw it. And that was why he was so fucking appealing to everybody. Yeah, but the con was that he was doing worse shit. I feel like he not was at the just, time when he was just running for when he was just running for president no, with his businesses and his bilking, you know, charities and shit. That's worse. You know, I'm he, telling had, you, was, he has his problems. I'll send you the clip and you'd be like, I, I, I remember how we got here. I remember how we got him. I hear you. And that's, you know, we were going to talk about Halloween costumes. We could push that, I guess. Halloween costumes. Well, we want everybody to dress up for, for you know the people we want to, we want to get your halloween stories right we want the for uh for a monday show for halloween we want to get your ghost stories we want to make sure you know if you if you had i, I like the stories where it's something that you witnessed or like a real story something that happened to you or someone you know anthony likes just the, the scary stories that may not be real i will say all the the stories that we've gotten so far meh. we could do better we do a little better. So anybody listen, just set email. What's the email address? The email is on the screen. I'm going to put it up on the screen. And I just, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to do, if we don't have the goods, I don't think we're going to do this. But if we do get the goods, then we'll do it. Yeah. So we want to bring you guys, the listeners, on the show to tell your your, your scary ghost story, Halloween story. Um. So, but we need to, know what the story is in, in advance so you send it to mdchmedia at gmail.com just write a paragraph or two just what you, what the story is and then on halloween you know if the story is good on halloween you get dressed up we'll bring you on we'll let you know in advance and uh you tell your story it's be fun um all right i think we're gonna wrap it up there I was gonna do Halloween costumes, couples costumes, but I but think we'll save it. Yeah, as we get a little closer, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, when we get a little closer. Uh, you got anything else there, Frankie C? Good over here. You know, the other thing too is these races. There's not going to be any like polling is so good. There's yeah. no like holy shit. Look at the guy. We, this this guy was up by ten and he fucking lost by seventeen. Like right. we we just don't get that anymore. Everybody just votes their own fucking party line. It's so 
dull and there, fucking boring. There, but like you said, there are undecideds and there are people on the fence. Those are the people that you that they're pleading to. Mm. The the Trump Biden election was exciting. Oh, but oh, stop it! Wait, did you see John Stewart interviewing the guy from fucking Arizona? Yes, brilliant. It was awesome. John Stewart, one of the best. That made me want. To, that made me want to fucking put my head through a wall, though. I mean, how fucking? Oh, absolutely! It was fucked up. How he didn't get up and shake the shit out of that guy? Unbelievable! That guy. Now, who? That guy was from Arizona. And he was, who, who was he technically? Who was he, his? He, I don't know. Let me go. It's all in my notes. We, I wasn't going to talk about this because I just, you know. Um, he also, which was a great one too. He interviewed um, a woman. I want to look at. I want to get it right. A woman that uh, in government that about trans rights and and I saw that one children. too. Yeah. I saw that one too. He 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 took her to out. school. Man. He's so fucking great. Here's the thing: I wish he'd actually get a real TV show because this is all on Apple Plus and nobody's watching it. They're only watching the clips the that clips everybody puts on, on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's awful. It was with Mark Burnovich, who is Arizona's Attorney General, and he literally sat there and told John Stewart that they're still investigating a couple of things in regards to the election but that by no means did it, it make a difference towards the outcome of the election and so john stewart was like okay so you can say that joe biden won the election and his response was well joe biden's the president now that's the that's the republican answer every time <laughs> and he goes well, joe biden's the president well did he win well, he's the president he yeah and he's like he's like and, and he goes and it got to the point where john stewart stopped and goes I find it hard to believe that you can say all these things and not just say, yes, Joe Biden beat Donald Trump. And he didn't fucking say it. He's not going to because I he's don't gonna understand go party, it. He's going to go with the party line. But he admitted that the discrepancies that were still around. Because we, we're still investigating and it's were not inconsequential. Yeah. Oh, the best line was when he goes. Uh, well, people believe that millions of people believe that it was uh, un, an unfair election, and then John Stewart goes, "Well, millions of people believe in you know in angels, and doesn't mean we got to put together a, a a committee to find out if that's real." Yeah, I mean, I believe in angels, but still, shockingly frustrating, though, don't you think? Like, that... yeah, oh, it's unbelievable. So the the thing that he he talked to the Attorney General of Arkansas, Leslie. Right. Rutledge, the hook on about that trans that was great. The hook on that was he he the, she was basically saying we're protecting the children, which is fine and fair. But the problem becomes, I forget what what it was. They sh like it's, she was basically stopping them from from what, getting the help they needed. Like he's like right. What she's he's like what qualifies you to give medical advice to these families and these children right oh we have we have our own medical research and he goes okay from where oh i don't have that on me i don't know the, the you don't know who gave you what organization gave you this medical advice no i can't tell you that off the top right of but again it goes back to yes you want to make sure that these young kids are making the right decisions and choices which can be hard because kids are 
you know. Sure, but his another thing that he said, another point to that was, he goes, "You're making it sound like a kid walks into a doctor's office and says, give me testosterone or give me estrogen.'" And the doctor just goes, yeah, here you go. That's not how it goes down. That's not how it works. And he, he's like, you're making it sound like these kids are making these decisions and getting these injections and surgeries, and it, that's it. Yeah. It's, it's a long process. It's with the doctors. It's with the parents. It's with the kids. It's, it's discussion after discussion. It's not a, a whim. Yeah. No, I remembered what it was. <clears throat> she was basically saying we're protecting the children because we're letting them we we wanted to be their choice or whatever it was, but he his and then he came back and said, "Yeah, but you're not. You're taking letting, away that choice. You're taking away right exactly. You're taking away that choice. You're not giving them the choice. You're taking away the choice. And that's exactly my. It's like my argument with everything. It's like, well, it's the answer's in the middle. You got to be like, it's up to you. Yeah, the choice is there. You want to if make you want to do it right." Then give them the option. You're taking away the option with, with no You're taking away reasoning behind it. No medical reasoning behind it. You're just taking it away, saying you don't have a choice now. Right. Which is fucked up. So there you go. Anything right. else on your end? No, we're now we're good. <laughs> now we're good. But that, that John's out. like I like him a lot and I feel like he's doing good work. I just feel like nobody's really seeing it because I don't think a, a lot of people are catching his shit on Twitter even. I see it on Twitter, but yeah, you're right. I mean, it should be it should be everywhere. It should be on a main. What is it on Apple Plus it's or on something? The Apple TV Plus. I think you got to pay for it. Not like. Yeah, I, he should be more widespread. He should be on like Netflix or Hulu or something. He should be. Yeah, he really should. Honestly, and I keep saying this, but he should run for something. Something of significance. I believe that too. He would be great. He knows what he's talking about. He has his ear to the ground, and he's smart. Yeah. The guy knows what he's doing. Yeah, agreed. So. Unlike us two. All right, Frankie. See. What the hell we're doing? That's it. One more show this week. Friday, we'll see you guys. Um, send those uh, emails in if you got the scary stories. Yeah. MDCHmedia at gmail.com. We're going to be dressed up for Halloween for the show on Monday. Yes. So have fun with that. It'll be fun. I got my costume picked out. I don't. Show me potato salad. But we'll figure it out, I promise. Maybe we should go now. Go ahead.